right. <clears throat> All right. Good All right. afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're coming to you live from beautiful, sunny Long Beach, California. I'm joined here by my uh, sexy, sumptuous host, Mr. Keith Borbin. Hi, I'm Keith. That is my full name. So sumptuous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have a really, really special guest, a uh, good friend of mine, Mr. Dan Vincent. He is a man of the world and also a... Harlem Globetrotter? Is yep, there it is. About? I was waiting for that. He's a Globetrotter. <laughs> Sweet. He Georgia designs Brown, things. I don't know what he does. He does something. Sweet but Georgia Brown, that was an introduction. <laughs> also, he's from the South for some reason. Also, uh, thank you for coming over here to hang out with us, dude. Appreciate you. Thanks for I having see me, you guys. Brought your, uh, your a bottle accessories. of liquid courage. Yes. It's actually just Cheers, cocoa. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, we, we, we have it in this designer flask. Uh, it's Jack Daniels, which is actually brewed in Tennessee, and I'm from Alabama. Oh. I still consider it locally sourced because my father kept it in the liquor cabinet every day of my life. There you go. Every you have day. a local source right there. Thank you for Dan's father for, encur- <laughs> for encouraging him to alcohol. Even today. Which even really today. hasn't taken hold until later on in your life. So. I just started drinking a yeah. year and a half ago. That's wow. right. going wonderfully. <laughs> it really is. It's going stunning well. Oh, so happy to have this man right now. This is ridiculous. <clears throat> so, how's everybody doing today? This was um, quite a setup. This, was, this, this, took, is, this, this took a moment yeah, yeah, to really I'm get impressed. going. This is my first podcast, first time really being on the air, so thanks for that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I guess I'm here to tell stories. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a part of it. We love, oh, I love your stories. Keith hasn't heard a lot of these stories. I, I've yet. met you a couple times. Yeah. I found out you're from Alabama. I've got a friend from Alabama from Mobile. Mobile. And mm-hmm. uh, he's got a, he talks really fast, so it's like a southern accent. He's like, meow, 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 meow. I'm like, wow, that's quick. So when I heard your accent, I was like, okay, maybe Alabama, but he's talking a little too slow. Well, uh, <laughs> there are actually uh, two different dialects from the state, actually from the region. Uh, one is very cultured, very refined, uh-huh. shows Propose and uh, has a vocabulary attached to it. Uh, mighty a, vernacular. A person that can take the word improprieties and turn it into a day long statement. Wow. Yeah, shout out to Jeff Sessions, by the way. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then you got the NASCAR. It talks real fast, goes around the corner like that, this. Yeah, that's man. My friend you know what I'm talking about? Right there, yeah. Oh, shit, it's halfway to meth. <laughs> oh, man. Dan, just so you know, King of the Hill is one of my favorite. Shows that was, that was Arlington, Texas. <laughs> but, uh, is it Arlington or Arlen? Arlen, Arlen. I thought it was it's Arlen. Arlen. I think it's Arlen. Arlen, Arlen yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah, that was a jab. I'm sorry. King of the Hill, huh? Yeah, big Mike Judge fan. Uh, <laughs> actually, I find that show very comforting. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by the like the office space. That, yeah, that's like I've been in the corporate world. I've been on the cube farm. He nailed every bit of that. Right. Nailed it yeah. to the wall the first time out. It's like, nah, he worked in that group. There's no, he's he's one of those guy. guys. He's mm-hmm. one of those guys. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. bureaucracy of it. He just nailed it completely. Not only that, uh, I know uh, at least three guys that really do protect their swing line staplers. <laughs> Remarkable <laughs> amount. Like, I know they're not on payroll for at least a decade. Wow. But they're not going home and they're going to come here every day. Yeah. You can't stop them. Yeah. It's funny. They made that red stapler specifically for that movie. Before that movie, did not exist. Uh, one of the guys that I work with, he got the box set because <laughs> it was meaningful to him. On a the box of, set, yeah, yeah. Really? and it came with a red swing line stapler, and he pinstriped it. Wow. He, made, he pimped it. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, pimp my stapler. Stapler. 
Sometimes I, I would sit at the window and watch the squirrels, and they were married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've known several yeah, people not, like that guy. Like, yeah. you know. Actually, I work with one. Wow. Really? Yeah. But you, you work well, with somebody in, do we, in the Do we park. know him? Okay, know him? so you, you know him, obviously. Uh, he's our good friend, Heath. Oh, wow, shout out to Heath. He just Heath, got Heath, look, listen, listen, Outed. listen. He, and he's never going to hear this, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but he he uh, he made a, a very sideline joke to me uh, about how he he liked me, so he was only going to kneecap me, and it was all good. He's he's disgruntled. He's a little disgruntled. Wow. Yeah. He's a, he's a good friend, though. He has kids, too, right? <laughs> he doesn't, he, he's, he acquired kids, yes. He annexed kids. So, yeah, okay. so he's got a lot of display stuff he can't display. Otherwise. Right, he yeah, He can yeah. get capped. Don't fuck with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I said, thank you. Hopefully I'll be able to walk afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a whole lot of stuff that he can't expose yeah. around all those other people, but he's like, I got a lot of animosity yeah, here. You, you meet a lot I of characters. Work working at bars. I'm glad just... he doesn't uh, display it on a daily basis other than... No, it's not daily. I'm sure that uh, in his head he's going over conversations about. I, I know that this I called him Sean things. for two weeks and he didn't smack me down. I know. You I was there for the that. You made the list. Made oh, the you list. definitely made the list. list. Yeah, you, the list. you're, you're on the definitely list. on the list, my friend. Shout out to the list. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, we, none of us made it other than Dan. Actually, yeah, well, uh, I just want to make sure that everybody knows too. The reason that I know Dan is because of where I work. I work at a bar at the Stave. This is true. This yes, is true. Uh, My recent introduction to alcoholism has brought Beach. me into contact with so many interesting right. people. <laughs> right. Well, you know, Long Beach contributed to that also. Uh, a little bit. I, well, there were people before that. You're not the only interesting people. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, we got like Long Beach has uh, changed your perspective on life. Like, first of all, I reintroduce you to alcohol. Too. Yeah. No, I was drinking. I was drinking before that. I was drinking before that. Yeah, I'm going through a lot of changes later in life. Okay. I would like to call it uh, late stage crazy, and uh, second midlife crisis, third midlife crisis. No, like, uh, I think I ran away from home finally. Oh, I totally get you. Yeah, I totally yeah, get you. I think I finally ran. It's away more from of home. a. It's more of an escape then, right? right. Yeah. Like, it actually like is, and it's one of those. Oh wow, I didn't realize just how good it could be. Yeah. Right. And get the fuck out of here, Dan. You're, friends, you're from Huntsville. Uh, actually, I'm from Chalkville. Oh! The last oh. place I lived was Huntsville. Oh, okay. Oh. I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, I think they still have uh, tar and gravel for the road that I grew up on. It's not actually paved, if yeah. you wanted to call it that. Jeez. Some solid material right there. That was a <clears> long <throat> time ago when tar and gravel was an upgrade. <laughs> like, wow, it didn't wash out when hence, it rained. Awesome. Hence the trucks. you got to keep those, you know what I mean? Uh, we had a 73 buddy. Nova. Oh, not friendly. It's not a friendly sexy car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn how to do the bootlegger turns. That's where they do that General Lee shit. Yeah. It's stupid cars on shitty roads, and they don't handle well, so you learn how to oversteer. Nice. <laughs> you're not looking through the, uh, through the side windows. You're not driving hard, son. <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of adjust, readjusting yourself for uh, L.A. driving as well. You well, know, like, you are. I was like Duke's a hazard hit about the same time that I turned 16 like that and Knight Rider so you had to learn how to do all of that yeah. without ever voiding your insurance and uh, I don't know how do you do that like, uh, you go find actually you do it just like they do you go find pastures and dirt roads and uh, actually fire roads and we had a dump that had been uh, when, when a dump is done they actually cover it over and it's just a giant clay chert pit and it's just an open field, and it takes forever for everything to come back. And we had one of those that was local to where I grew up, and we all got up there, and the cops didn't mind because you're never going to hurt anybody. 
So you learn how to do all the J turns and bootlegger turns and all your pulling up the parking brake and learning how to kick turn the car. Yeah. And bat wings and all these other kinds of things. Just a simple childhood. That's yeah. all. Just simple. We just didn't growing have up. cable <laughs> and gas was cheap. Wow, yeah. And you could well, fix your car with like a screwdriver and the uh, elastic <laughs> from your underwear. It was stupid simple. Most of us in Long Beach around that time probably never had cable also. So. Well, uh, well, you were not even a gleam in your dad's Exactly! Eye. I'm ancient. <laughs> I think my dad was thinking about talking to my mom. But I wasn't even like produced yet in the sack. So was, right, like, right, right. I was like an egg somewhere in my mom's reserve, but definitely not even in the sack. No, yet not like dad. like. If I, <laughs> Keith, your recall is amazing. It's uh, you know, I just wasn't even. I don't exist yet. Right. <laughs> like literally, but yeah. Yeah. It's like predestination. You knew this was gonna happen. You knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is all for a reason. All right. Kind of. Yeah, it is. Kiss I, there really isn't a reason, but I, I'll give There's you a reason. What's the reason? The reason is, I don't know. <laughs> See, the fascinating thing is that he hasn't been drinking yet. Oh, no. I actually had one drink because I've been doing that stupid diet. Oh, yeah. And I'm not drinking at all. Then I had like one vodka soda last night. Yeah. yeah and it's yeah. like fucking, it's like uh, the Simpsons, you know, where Flander has a white wine spritzer. Yeah, he just goes crazy. Spritzer. Yeah, that was that was me last night. Yeah. <laughs> Ned Flanders is a lefty. He's a lefty. By God, those are superpowers, <laughs> and you can't taint them with alcohol. Yeah. As I, he sips. Yeah. With his left hand. <laughs> I always find it weird, like uh, people that are left-handed. They're supposed to be. I guess as growing up, they're supposed to be more artistic, more creative. People that are right-handed are more like. Constructed in their thinking, more analytical. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know if that's just some like. We're from tomorrow, and tomorrow. we have to tolerate you people. Wow. Um, right. Here's what happens. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Dan is a handist, by the way. <laughs> yes. I, just wanna... I am so yeah, handist. handist. I have handist <laughs> behaviors. The left side is the right side. There you go. Uh, you know, Da Vinci to Obama. There's some amazing people that then left handed, and that's not. I don't think it's coincidence. Yeah. They changed the world. It really did. And uh, luckily enough, I get to be uh, in that group and maybe try to live up to the standards. At least it gives me a goal that's beyond the norm. Mm. I know these people are capable of adapting to an entire different way of thinking. You know, right-handed people. Yeah, I guess we just <laughs> follow the status quo. Oh, the disdain. The right-handed oh. people. Look, I was just born this way. 95% of the humanity. I was you know? just born this way, okay? Well, let's just put it this way. I don't uh, know what you want me to do about it. Is one of those birth defects that nobody has any kind of uh, telethon for. That's true. Well, I mean, right. it, 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 it puts you behind the curve, yeah. unlike <clears throat> most of this planet, because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's kind of a, a hygiene thing. Uh, back in the day, uh, in the Roman age, when you were toga wearing and all that stuff, this hand was meant for ablutions. That's what you washed yeah. and wiped with. Mm-hmm. And you didn't shake hands with it. So that's where the right hand came from. Mm-hmm. And that goes all the way to how the Romans laid out the roads so that you were driving on the correct side so you couldn't draw a sword with your right hand. Because ah. that's your battle hand. And because that's how 95% of humanity is. And you're left handed, you better adapt or no, oust yeah. you and beat you and kill you. So we're like all, all road assassins or highwaymen back in the day where they all just left handed just fucking yeah. They might be. They might be. <laughs> I have left. noticed I have <laughs> noticed in a car chase I could drive and shoot very well. There you just go. Right out. Bam, go. bam bam bam. <laughs> What's the problem? What's the problem? Yeah. There are certain things that I'm much more comfortable doing with my left hand than I am with I'm much much more um, precise with my left hand than I am with my right. I, 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 my sister's left handed so I'm hopeful for her. Mm. 
you know, she's the youngest. So. I'm actually uh, recruiting bands of uh, young Left-handed. left-handed people. Wow. So I will build my own X-Men. <laughs> they all have special Do you have any literature, sir? Or? They have special superpowers, <laughs> and they will push me around a mansion in a, in a, in a, in a, in a hovering wheelchair. Oh, you're oh, starting okay. a cult. Okay, no, got it. Are you X-Men. giving up on Walking completely, or are you just like, just push me around, and when they're not in the room, if I, have, <laughs> if I had a hovering chair like they had in Wally, you would I would oh, float man. my ass off. I would thicken up like Java. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You'd be like hitting the walls and stuff. You'd be on the wrong side of the road all the time. And right, like, right. I don't, it's going to be weird. Everything's not geared towards your guy. So like, as soon as you encounter like a right-handed problem, you just kind of give up or you just... No, 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 no. Actually, uh, everything that we do actually uh, is a right-handed problem. Like, uh, do you ever try to use scissors with the wrong hand? They don't cut. That's uh, true. That's true. Uh, architecturally speaking, if you ever walk into a, an establishment like a mercantile uh, mall, food grocery store, anything. It's actually set up to flow natural traffic to the right because that's the natural tendency. We don't fight it. We just use these things. Buckminster Fuller, right? Hmm. Make the rules. I use them. Wow. Throwing buckyballs in there. I like that's that. That's why. <laughs> buckyballs. Buckyballs. <laughs> right on. Anyhow, uh, left-handed people, like tying shoes, using scissors, how doors open. We... It's, uh, it's instinctual for us to actually have to think about it momentarily just before we do it because we witness other people or we're going to hit ourselves. We're going to hurt ourselves. Mm-hmm. So you either adapt and overcome or you get hurt. And people just like learn that real quick. And what happens is then you realize that, that we're thinking kind of differently all the time because of that. You're constantly adapting. And they're like, why? And we're adapting. Why don't y'all adapt? So that, that causes up. you to think so much because you're like, uh, well, they're just doing a natural like, fight. I got to use this fucking side. All right. Actually, there's good exercises in creativity that force you to think with the other side of the brain. Like uh, when you uh, stand up and start to walk, uh, the foot you step off with is your dominant yeah, side. Yeah. Right. If you think about it for a moment and step off with your non dominant, then it's one of those yeah. things that kind of breaks you from your patterns. That's the whole idea. So that's funny because in the military, they always they make everybody uniform. So your first step is going to be your left foot. Really? So it's left, right, left. And it works. How about that? Yeah. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> Point proven. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, I that means the left side is officially the dominant side. Wow. Hoo-ah. All right. Yeah. We've just entered a new a new world right now. New world order. We never, uh, this was not on the agenda. Yeah, but I didn't really want to contribute towards your revolution, but <laughs> right. you're well. All right, now you have a platform. There's Excellent. A, there's a um, lot of left hand. Shit. There's a lot. Of, uh, there's a just lot of left handed people like, oh, it's I've my been bad. this glass with my left hand this my entire bad. time. So I just want to say, I'm just gonna tie this hand behind my back just to fight against your cause. Now, if I cut off my right hand, um, can I join? Actually, uh, I own a motorcycle that was once owned by a guy who was missing his right arm. And he was a he is a very good motorcycle racer. Racer, racer. Professionally, his entire uh, motorcycle is actually set up to control the clutch and the brake and the acceleration on the left side. Wow. And when I met him, it was genuinely like he had the title on the bike that I was buying, mm-hmm. and I didn't know who it was. And I went down to meet him, and I was like, oh. Uh, well, cool. I don't mind shaking your hand left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> I came by it naturally. You're learning it. He goes, yeah. And it was fascinating because uh, he had to have the whole thing set up. I met another guy later on that raced against him. And they said that he was actually impossible to beat on the right-hand corners. 
on a sport bike, you actually lean in and your knee goes down and all this other stuff. One of the things you can't get deeper than is your shoulder. And this guy, just like he had nothing there. Nothing so he there, go yeah. Deeper and quicker into a right hand turn because Jeez. he had no right arm. That's true. Yeah, he doesn't and, have to worry about and, like his. his and arm I met this young man, he had no fear. He had no fear. He lost his he arm. He lost his arm. Yeah. He lost his arm in a motorcycle accident. Damn. And he can. And he, he still, like, not only that, uh, he had this, this wonderful set of parents who were like, yeah, he's actually better. He's, he's, he's more alive now than before. He, he actually tries everything twice as hard. Yeah. What age, what age did he lose his arm at? Uh, apparently, he was a traffic accident on a motorcycle. He got hit. And, like, uh, how young was he? I met the young man, like, I think he was probably 22, 23. It's a, it's a critical oh, wow. time. Critical time. Yeah. Like, after you've gotten used to having it. Yeah, it pretty much like, was, okay, I know how my yeah, body works. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. yeah hey, now you got to figure it all out again. Yeah. yeah now you got to figure it all out again. Must have been rough. Yeah, I foresee myself, uh, if I lost an appendage, uh, Doing copious amounts of drugs, and uh, <laughs> like, I don't think, like, I, yeah. But after, after <laughs> that, you still have to kind of like cruise it for cheeks. Like, no, like if you lose an arm, you genuinely like. Well, I got to figure out how to load this bowl or shoot up. Yeah, how oh. do you shoot up if you're one armed? Oh, friends, I have good friends. So. <laughs> I don't think I you know what I mean? Like, oh, those are friends you're for. Just still like, about what are friends for? Shooting yeah. up, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like I shoot That's the, the knee that between the toes, you know. So. This leaves tracks. Yeah. <laughs> if there's David, many places. There's many if David places. would call me up and he's all like, hey, Keith, can you come over? I'm like, sure. I open the door and there's like an incense burner, <laughs> like a blowtorch, fucking like a tourniquet, just like half tied around his arm. He's like, eh. I'm like, dude, I'm going to walk out. I don't know what you're trying to do. And I think this is what you call oh, me. Oh, man. Um, you're playing yeah. Iron Butterfly in the yeah. Cotton <laughs> Peanut. All right. This, down, this down, podcast down, is down, over. Down. <laughs> Sorry, I can't be that good of a friend to enable the drug into your arm. Oh, that's not a good friend at all. So you're actually doing the, the you good, call me, the baby. Right yeah. You call me. Dan's there. Yeah. Like, call me. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> See, that's why he's here right now. I will Dan, pave your road to hell. I will hit this vape real quick. Uh, Thanks. Sorry to interrupt that. It's all right. Sorry. Had a good this, uh, this episode not sponsored by Jewel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have yet. to. What, who are we sponsored by today? Uh, who, who's really? I, I guess for us. I'm sponsor. I'm sponsoring so far. Uh, we're also sponsored by Dan and his left-handed revolution. Right. So, yeah, Throbbingtons. <laughs> For the LGBTQ community, <laughs> what do those look like? It's probably a U-Haul truck. Mm. Wow, or a windowless van. No, don't get any ideas. You're good. Yeah. I don't condone that. <laughs> I do not qualify with that. Luckily, I'm getting used to editing, so it's just a chop chop. Oh yeah, yeah. You're good. Uh, here's yeah, what, I have a lot uh, here's of what Colbert does. Colbert, like, he's like, you know, sometimes he gets into a conversation instead of an interview, so we'll just look at the camera and go. Oh, oh, dude, I'm gonna do that. Choppy, choppy, uh, yeah. and also like yeah. I hear the sound, Boom. choppy, choppy. Yeah, chop chop. Yeah, yeah. And action. <laughs> <laughs> now we're on game. All, All right. right. Man, I love having Dan on. It's like I'm learning so much about production on this, like the lighting. Yeah, uh, he seriously like came in and don't know how to do this. Like threw down on the info was, on how to yeah, set this up. I just like, like bought the stuff on Amazon like some jerk hole. I was like, all right, well, let's make podcast. Like, just throw it up there. <laughs> yeah. But definitely don't know how to do the lighting part. And then that chop chop thing definitely going to use that. It, 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 it's use, useful. Like, it's useful. You can actually uh, like after you say something, you just look at somebody and just like. Oh. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm, it's going to be me later doing it. Though. 
You guys yeah, are doing it way too many times right now. Like, uh, take care of the extemporaneous. Like, think on the fly. I like it. Uh, yeah, I'm a designer. We have to plan for the future. And we actually go in with a script and an idea because if you're going to sell other people uh, to make that idea happen, you actually have to be very convincing in your story. Ah. So, Dan, did you, did you come on to the show today with the script? No, I didn't. Ah. But I can think extemporaneously. That's, I like it. Uh, usually, usually, usually. Dan wanted to be a part of our audience, which we have none. Yeah. Um. Actually, I want to see how the sausage is made, and now I am part <laughs> of the casing. Yeah. Who knew? Is that the Louisiana sausage? And do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, what are we going to discuss next? <laughs> I believe before we started, it was either butts or asses. I don't know. We're trying to go as low brass. I have a subject. Right. I have a subject matter. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Uncle Dan's oh, no. reading. Uncle Dan's Uncle book Dan's of goodies reading. on his iPad Uncle that he Dan's doesn't know reading. how to use, by the way. Just <laughs> kidding. He's totally competent. It is an iPad 1. It doesn't even have a camera. <laughs> you don't even need a camera. Yeah, All right. What? So uh, about a couple of years ago, well, about a year ago when I was drinking, I, uh, I had a moment where uh, I decided to text uh, some of my friends, my male friends, uh, a question. And then I was going to record what they said because I thought it was an interesting question it came back so fucking amazing that I actually put it into a poem wow here it is it's called setup right up jam alright <laughs> ready why do women wear makeup the set out setup went out to a few male friends texted back punchlines that defined their view most better replies than my original intention. What started as a joke now questioned convention. I recorded them all, put the best in this verse. Authors' names omitted to spare the worse. Challenging as it may be to make up a rhyme, it's easier than wearing makeup all the time. <laughs> the first text came back oh, to begin the role. It said, they use it to disguise their soul. As much as that hurt, it was a funny reply. Cosmetics hide flaws when properly applied. The second made me laugh before I could read it. A jilted heart sorely stated, because they need it. His reply was slanted by a too recent rejection. Women use paint and powder to great misdirection. The third response made me lapse into spasm. Because they love honesty, he replied with sarcasm. <laughs> Tone is lost, usually in text conversation. Females lose face through false adoration. Mm. Bars. A gay friend texted back. I heard it in his voice. He replied, Because they are ugly and they got no choice. <laughs> the lilt of his voice elevated the funny I heard. Emotions drawn on instead of speaking a word. The next brought laughter from a sober mind. They can't stand the reflection, he opined. He thought about that one before hitting send. Cosmetic assimilation allows women to blend. Finally, a response bordering meanness. It hides the truth, said this genius. Remarked so hard it left a crater. Beauty from a bottle washes away later. The original punchline wasn't meant to condemn. Otherwise, you'd see right through them. With the intended answer to the question asked, some feelings revealed through my joke, unmasked. 
For a second, I was like, "Listen, I was like, wow, all his friends are very rhythmical. They all rhyme, right?" <laughs> at the same time, like that's a pretty good introspection from a wide group of friends. So. Uh, it, it is, uh, like I said, you, you heard the description of each one of us. Uh, somebody had been stepped on, or they knew the familiarity, or they, I, I have some opinion on that. So, mm. to my new friends, yeah, why do women wear makeup? And remember, this might be recorded for posterity. Oh, no. And oh, later no. interpretations. Oh, no. How do you do the chop thing again? Uh, <laughs> Double chop? So <laughs> that's, yes. that's a proprietary question, sir. This is... This is oh, uh, I like it. Oh, this is a question. This is deep. deep. All right, David, you're going to have to go first. I can't go first. Okay. I already, uh, I already talk nonsense and say inappropriate things as it is, so... Yeah. You see, you you are the... I'm a pretty reserved Level-headed guy. person yeah. in, this, and, uh, in this situation. Now put on the spot. We're so nervous right now. It's alright. It's alright. Yeah, right. I got it. I got it. I got it. Alright, you go and then I'll build. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I feel like women have to wear makeup because, again, societal norm. They see it growing up. They have toys, uh, Barbie dolls. They see magazines, uh, tutorials, Seventeen magazine. I could just go on and on. It's in daily society. Wear makeup. Buy makeup. Put on makeup. Commercials for makeup. They watch movies. They watch TV shows. They're wearing makeup. They don't have it for men, necessarily. I mean, men on TV and camera, they wear makeup, but it's not, obviously, as a parent, it's mainly for women. I don't know. I airbrush my abs in airbrush. Like <laughs> Gerard Butler in 300. I wish just I had that. Sparta. I wish I had that. Scene. I draw my own. I just I draw. I outline where the abs should be. And yeah. just tape it off? Yeah, I just put, like, a line of mayo down my stomach. Uh, you know, because I, I can't afford That's like, what you good. call that? Yeah, shout shout out to Hellman's mayonnaise, by the yeah, way. Hellman's? <laughs> shout out to Hellman's. I get Hellman's mail and I just do like an eight yeah, pack yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Phelps eight to twelve pack depending on my diet. Yeah. See, I have an odd number. It's always weird. See, that man like has a, abs on his a back. Five, a seven, or a nine. It's not yeah. good. It's a, get a lump right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a whole bunch of like hernias. There's, fucking, <laughs> there's like a there's a six pack there and then like a hernia on top of it. it begins another set of six. Oh man. So it's just like oh wow he's got like a twelve pack. No he's got a. Severe distortion in his abdomen. Uh, he man. needs to seek medical You gotta get that checked out, buddy. Down south, they're like, I ain't got a six pack, man. I got a keg. <laughs> keg or Load it up. Oh, well, we've up definitely adopted that over up. here because, I mean, good food over here. But, uh, could I ask Nikki? <clears throat> you could. Uh, I, I don't think, I think she's, uh, she's, she's on a mission right now. I, yeah. I think it's a good question to ask women because they didn't like any of that. Nick, really? oh, yeah. Nick, yeah. come over here real quick. I please. mean, it sounds like a lot of men, it's assistance. their perspective. So you can't dog people for what they feel is their opinion. What I found was, uh, you know, most guys can see through it. We know what makeup looks like. Yeah. We try to actually see through that. We actually have to, like, look beyond the trap, what? the bait. <laughs> so know. I was going through two. Why not? Does that even right here? I can't. You can't. We can't hear you. We can hear you, but they, okay, they right. can't okay. hear you. If you could, please, be so kind as to join me right oh, over here next I'll to my let microphone. You have my seat. No, you don't. No, 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 no. I'm doing things. Let that southern shit go. I just Come over. Know what you're <laughs> no 
<laughs> that sounds shit. Say hello to Nikki, okay. everybody. Nikki, uh, this is my girlfriend, Nikki. This is her apartment. She's the reason that we're able to do this in the first place, kind of. Uh, Thank you very much, Nikki. So the question was posed by, by Mr. Dan here. Uh, why women wear makeup? And if you have any, I know, but you do, you, you do occasionally, occasionally. I, and it's very but, light, and you're just, you're beautiful without you it. You have a perspective that we need uh, to learn from. <laughs> um, I think that women wear makeup not is just it's it's like a hobby. Now it's become like a hobby for them. Like it gives you them something to do. You don't like, think that there's like women feel pressure to have to. Uh, like they can't leave the house without it on. They don't have to look beautiful all the time. No, I think it's just when you look at like I I know a lot of girls that I know that wear like very subtle makeup. They wear it because it's like there's the unevenness of the skin. Because what makeup actually does to your skin is it takes the pigmentation away from it. So the more you wear makeup, the the less like the your skin actually gets worse. That's right. That's so, horrible. And it blocks and the pores. It blocks and the pores. So, so then we have you have. So then eventually skin. it gets wow. to the point where they don't feel comfortable leaving the house wearing makeup. So because it's a, it, a literal it's, mask. See, this is, this is definitely coming from somebody who knows what makeup is supposed and, to be. Yeah, and that's... That. And she has a good relationship with it because yeah. she doesn't overdo yeah. it and she's always just kind of... Well, I think it's kind of like uh, seeing the world like most of the planet does. I don't have to do that. Right. <laughs> I can just go out and be myself and if you find beauty in that so be it right okay so Nikki I got a question for you if it's if you put on makeup is it for you or is it for somebody else it's mostly for me always for me actually I don't ever like put it on because I feel like I need to impress anybody I just do it because it's an independent woman there you go yeah. And, and this is this I just is why like we my eyebrows looking more fuller, so I put my eyebrows on thicker. So. This is why we have her. That's right. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, Nikki. Okay. We appreciate you. You're also on camera just FYI, oh, so you're welcome. That was not a, was not a representation. You. you look great. Thanks. I'm not yeah, she did. yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. She looked great in this light, luckily. All right. No makeup required. Uh, well, for me, I haven't... Um, I feel like there are a lot of social pressures to do this. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, you see it in magazines, you see it on TV, you see it with actresses, models, um, porn stars even. I mean, that's not a huge uh, yes. influence. They don't look like that normally? No, no. For some reason, uh, they just they just don't They don't all natural. really like it when you do those things? Do but uh, The makeup application? Is that what you're talking about? I feel like it's an industry thing. It's an like application. There, there's yeah. this draw. There's this, uh, you know, the, just like when we see anything advertised on TV when it, when it comes to food or a toy or, um, you know, video game. Anything that you see on TV is geared towards a certain demographic. So when that, it hits women, it's it's on a much deeper level, level, I feel, because it does have to do with... Uh, you're growing up and, and how you associate with uh, your beauty in general, how you feel about yourself, because it hits that personal, um, that, that personal level for me. I feel like, I feel like that's what it does. And Good to see you again, dear. It's, it should be, because Christy. nobody should be, like, we might, we, might mo- <laughs> we might want things for ourselves as men and even women, but nobody should be made to feel like they have to adhere to something. All right. You know you're what I mean? Kinda, you're kind of like, there's very similar to what you're saying here. We're pretty much there's the a, same there, person. Yeah, it, it, right. I'm just saying. That's true. Will you ask me the question no, so no, I no, answer? And the, and I brought like, my girlfriend over here. All right, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, yes, I, I believe they're sold that, and there's a whole bunch of identity, and there's a whole bunch of assimilation that has to occur with that. 
that being said, but you and I and Keith here were sold a whole bunch of other kind of male fantasies that we just went absolutely fantasy. I was. I, I don't was have like, to do that. I don't have to kill people. I don't have to no. hunt down terrorists. I don't have to be a stalker. All the shit that's in movies. I know I'm not a superhero. All the other stuff that's sold to us as being male. Yeah, we know that's a fantasy. So you're talking about the idea of machismo and femininity. Like, this is how we're supposed to go on this path if you're Actually, it's or, detecting you know. the difference between what's supposed to be and what's being given to you, what you're being programmed with, right? I, I, I suspect that none of you think you're James Bond or Batman, right? Maybe Iron Man? Um, uh, only the, uh, the, uh, I, I gotta go house. now. Um. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice having Dan on, on set. He's gonna do real stuff with real expectations. We're gonna save the world. No. 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 no, no, no. <laughs> One Coke no. can at a time. No, 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 no. no, no. All, all you have to do is release that little story about makeup, and I'm sure I'll be unfuckable for the rest of my world. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess if uh, we should get like on Amazon a giant pair of scissors, so if you just like instead of doing this, I might miss it during the edit. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. huge scissors. That might be and, helpful. And uh, we're cut. That was what I was gonna do to try to sync up the sound with the video, but I'll just figure yeah. it out later. Oh, I've been thinking we <laughs> need a giant dude. prop yeah, thing. Yeah, clapper. So I mean, sync yeah, we need an audio. Invest like in props. No, no, no. I want to. Let's uh, not turn this into a carrot top fucking show. Oh, no, 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 no. Not carrot top. None of us are redhead or the devil, so we're good. But we could easily get those props. No, I want want full motion capture. I want uh, (laughs) image. I want a full mocap volume here. I want to do Avatar 9. Avatar 9. Jake Sully. Yeah. I was trying to do this podcast where it would be like, we could just do this remote. So, like, we would all be wearing green suits. The sound, like, I'll be recording in San Diego. David will be recording in Long Beach. Right. Our guests will be recording from a remote location on the moon or something. But we just combine the audio and the together. That's how they yeah. do that with The Simpsons and Archer and all the animated stuff. All the rarely, rotoscoping? Rarely are the voice actors in the same place. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like, I guess they would read all their lines and they're yeah. like, hey, here, this is your inflection. Hey, this is what you're responding well, to. Well, actually, once you get one or two in there, then the third person just responds naturately. And it's oh, all wow. caught up in the edit. Because they cool. can, they can just keep repeating the line until you get it, and they go, "Okay, move on." Yeah, wow. So it's fascinating to actually hear that go down, and it is uh, every voice actor that I've heard talk about. It's like it's the sweetest gig, because I, I just show up for home. three hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. But people from The Simpsons never ask for a contract upgrade because they got it down to perfection. They've got a like a nine-hour week. Wow. Right, right, and it, unlike they are hugely famous, and they can still go out in public. I don't think they've added any new people to the cast at all. They've just used like Hank Azaria for like fifty-two voices, and they introduced a new character, fifty-three. He's, he's actually, most of the voices. Yeah. For no, sure. no, no, no. Actually, uh, Harry Shearer, and the only person who does one voice is uh, Lisa, right? Lisa mm-hmm. right? Which is strange because she's the only person who came into it with a professional voice background. Wow. She was a kid and she did voice work, and it's great because I heard the story told from her, and she goes, "It's Yardley Smith, I think, is the name of the actress." I believe so. Uh, she was told by this guy who was trying to, like an agent, he was like, you got to do a lot of voices, otherwise you're never going to make it in this industry. And she goes, oh, really? Mm. And so she loves telling that story <laughs> later on, going, I'm the only person that only does one voice. So this do you think she gets paid just for that voice? Or uh, actually, I think it is kind of a... a an voice, e- right? No, I think it's a equitable really? contribution. I think actually Wait, one of the reasons not... it works is because all of the actors are treated equally. I think, I don't know. But uh, they actually define the voices uh, paralleled on their basis in the world of the Springfield hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, was it uh, so the, the like, rep, like, like Smithers uh, is is 
Like the voices actually parallel that same societal layer, right? When you talk about Harry Shearer, who are the voices he does? I don't know. He does. About that he does. Uh, he does scientists, right? Laban. Yeah. Oh, right? Professor Frank. <laughs> yeah, Professor Frank. Uh, I think he does the 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 policeman. Chief Wiggum. Chief Wiggum right. and comic book guy, I think. Maybe. No, so. no, no, no. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But uh, but you see that kind of layer there oh. of society and then you have Harry Shearer and he does the maya and he does the uh, the, the reverend and yeah there's this okay that's the controlling interesting so they actually define the voices based on their uh, the, the the striata of the, the mythical Springfield world that's one of the dozen reasons the show works for 20 something years yeah. so uh. in the case of Lisa Simpson She's in her own sphere. We only have one voice actress, and she's the one that constantly is feels like she's counteracting the rest of Springfield. I don't know. She's like the foil, other than like I guess. She's always words. been kind of the logical conscience of the show, right? She's always Almost been the, like, the, the the humanity of it is like she can like literally the and, only sane person there. Right. Everybody else is just kind well, of hopping on the well read and, and and introspective, and right. let's think about what we're doing here, and rarely makes any of the stupid mistakes that all the rest of the characters are just built on. Right. Yeah. Warning against, but also making her own mistakes because she's a, a child. <laughs> yeah, but like they've been children for 20 something years. Something like that. Yeah. That's the other beauty of it because the people mature and the writers mature and the stories mature, but the, the characters are exactly the same as we saw them like, yeah. in 1986 or so, right? Except for when they do those, uh, those future episodes where everybody's grown up. And, they've been like yeah. a handful yeah. of those already. Yeah. I like the Homer time travel one. Always oh, good. so Homer good! <laughs> he like, sneezes uh, on a T Rex and he just dies. And <laughs> changes everything. Oh, right, right. The whole butterfly <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's yeah. wrong with this world? That's oh, crazy. It's crazy, but it's raining donuts. donuts. Yeah. Right. At the oh, end, he's no. uh, he's sitting at the table and everybody's normal, and then he's like, "All right, let's eat." And then they all start like with their snake tongues eating yeah. stuff. He's like, "Ah, close enough." Yeah, those. We could easily fun. turn this into another Simpsons review podcast. Oh, we could. We really could. I, I mean, let's dissect them. Trust me, there's the a Simpsons long line of people doing a that. a lot of my is childhood. That, is that already a market? I have a system. Look at that. Look at that. We can do like, uh, we can do like Joe Rogan. No, look at that. Now. Gotta look it up. All right. Oh, that's right. I would love I if we could start bringing up a video. And stuff because I've been I, well, you know, we're we're in our early stages, so we're doing well, it. But um, this, the, uh, I was watching this uh, the new Sacha Baron Cohen. Um, this is America. This is America. This this stuff is insane, dude. Yeah, he's, he's breaking all. He's all he is destroying, destroying. See, I, got a, I got a problem with him. Why is that? Every character that he's done so far has been kind of a anti-Muslim cartoon, a real strong one, and it's really offensive. Yeah, it's very offensive, and I don't know if that's what he's doing now. But it, it, so far, it's well, just now it like seems one 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 act pony that are like, oh, that's not nice, dude. That's really not nice. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I can understand why you would feel that way, and I, I actually agree with you. But I feel like in this specific I'm not even show, Muslim, it's that offensive. I'm from Alabama. You don't have to be offended. You don't have to be any particular right, thing right, to be right, offended by it, something. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying in this particular instance with this show, I feel like it's the reactions that are the most poignant and important part of uh, what what the show is about in general. I, I, I and, and yes, I know that there's already been one because before was all this silliness, out, like he's right? had one episode, and already the person he had on there went, "I'm out." 
I'm out. It's All ridiculous. Right. Good. Burn that shit out. Burn it out. You if saw this, he got if that. This idiot can take you down. You need to be out of the public. Right. Now. Thank you. He had that that uh, the Alabama legislator. Um, Georgia. Georgia. Sorry. Georgia. Georgia uh, a legislator. We got a whole right? different level of idiot there. Screaming out the n word, backing his bare oh, naked ass, ass up, up on him. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Damn. I'm so behind on the time. I was I was following the one where he got legislators to. Endorse kids with firearms. Right, that one. Responders. That one was a whole other level of, yeah. of stupid. But wow, this is even on television. This is on. This Netflix is televised on yeah, Showtime. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Showtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you for. Yeah. I guess I'm gonna. I got some. some but I mean, I, I don't. I'm like, I'm never been down with punked or candid camera. I don't really. I'm not down with this pranking shit. Oh, I follow Ashton Kutcher's career very seriously. Uh, butterfly. <laughs> if it's butterfly right. effect, fine. Everything else. <laughs> Let yeah. that shit pass. Let yeah, shit pass. that's pretty much the only gold in that nugget. Uh, I went and saw that with a girl, and this soon. Have you seen the film? Have you seen the? No, film? I have not. Butterfly. Seen Butterfly. Butterfly effect. Yeah. yeah. I figured it was like Final there's, Destination. There's a. There's a. There's a. There's a. There's a. There's a <laughs> Very close. There's a scene in the film where a whole bunch of like ten or eleven year old kids get dropped off at a single dad's house, and it's like I don't know ten o'clock in the morning. He's wearing a bathrobe and drinking. Mm-hmm. It's like that's a child molester. <laughs> you don't what? even need to be, I and mean, that's exactly what happens in the mm-hmm. film. Jeez. And you're like, why would you do that? That's that's open character, admit like that's what could, what good could come of this? <clears throat> Anyhow, none. Uh, the the, the character Ashton Kutcher kept getting nosebleed whenever he kind of thinks back in history. Oh, he's like, oh. well, he can go back. He can uh, he can uh, go back into his flashbacks and change his actions because he's an adult and he remembers, and he can actually change his actions, and that. Makes up. everything else uh, change when he wakes up. The world has changed because of the actions that happened in the past. Boom! Butterfly and effect. He has uh, like a nosebleed, and it's fascinating because the end of the story uh, in the real world, he walks away from everything he is very loved that he tried to correct and save. Okay. And he realized that he was the problem. He if was. He, he was the one factor. Where he all was the one things. factor where everything went wrong, and what he did was just back away from everything and let it play out. And that was the end of the story. Oh, uh, like Donnie Darko. No, no, no. <laughs> because because that's the good story. Full circle. Full Darko. Okay. Our, our first podcast. Dan fucking hates Donnie Darko, dude. It's hilarious. And I love just throwing that out there wow. just to kind of fuck with like them. Like anything they played on a loop at a hot topic during the 90s probably isn't good for you. Wow. It really isn't. Never been in a hot topic during the 90s. And I quote Kevin Smith on this. Fuck Tim Burton. <laughs> Tim Burton, if you're uh, listening, yeah. maybe 30 to 40 years down the line, possibly. No, no, no. Uh, now. Now? Now. 30 to 40. I, I think he discovered that far in the future. I don't think he'd be like next week or anything like that. Uh, no, no, no. He's, he's a failure now. He's a failure now. He's going to have to dive deep in, deep in the archives because we got at least two plus years of this shit going on right now. <laughs> We're ready. At the times that I haven't uploaded, it's like, yeah, we got like fucking five years of material. No, not yet. Ready to hit. I'm just, I foresee this going very. When you went with this Donnie Darko, what's your supporting factor on this? Uh, oh, no, I have none. I was just fucking with you. Yeah. Sorry about it's that. It's almost like somebody went, if we make a really bad movie, people will think there's a message. That's true. It, it, it feels like, like they were like, it has no end to the it's scene. It's a buzz. It's fine. Here. They'll put it together. Wow. If you look at it under that light, you're like, oh, that's just lazy. That's just lazy. That's somebody who didn't want to finish a scene. Well, I mean, because there is no, there is no convincing answer. They could just have recorded the entire movie and just chopped it together to make sense. Of the, I, I think that it's the third act of film, especially right. at this point. You got point. your writer, you got your director, and you got your editor. Yeah. And if you actually control all of those, you can control the story. Otherwise, it gets out of your hands. You better trust the people you're working with. Mm-hmm. 
Whether or not it is surface, I think that anything that induces thought is good enough for me right now. Induces. Induces, induces yeah. Thought. What thought? Any thoughts. Yeah, because people seem to thought. be very thoughtless nowadays. It's about truthiness, right? Like truthiness. Colbert said. <laughs> <laughs> Did it feel? I feel it. Facts don't feel truthy. It feels truthy to me. Yeah. And that's a real word. I will Truth look that is. up. When did, I forgot. When did he get added to Webster? Like, Probably like 2008, 2009. Was that his second book or his first book? His first book was uh, like... Uh, uh, this, what is it? Uh, Amer- uh, America. Yeah. America, got, This Is You or something. I have that book. I have actually... Uh, I bought that for Christmas for a lot of people. That nice. was uh, that and uh, America the Book. The one before that was John Stewart. was called The Daily Show. Mm. But yeah, there was the Colbert one. But those were wonderful Christmas gifts. You buy 10 of those and just have them drop ship to Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. Actually, this entire show is probably put together with Amazon ordered parts. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Like everything on the planet. All right. Thank you, Amazon Prime Day sale. All right. Also, I'm very sorry, all you Amazon oh, employees. My, my bar still should be in today. Like, they were supposed to be on the 29th. I know. It's really. Yeah, yeah, I got a Prime Day because. That's uh, a while ago. I know. What the fuck? I, I was really looking forward to sitting. Uh, the other night, Dan, but that's Dude, all right. Dude, I told you the 29th. And today's the 29th, and yeah. they still didn't show up, so. All right, UPS. <laughs> <laughs> Game on. Gauntlet Chrome. Gauntlet Chrome. If it's not home when I get home. <laughs> right. Yeah. You missed your delivery date. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amazon, I guess. No and consequences. I'm just going to have to cut out all these names. <laughs> right. Sponsored by fucking... I don't know. They got free money. I know. Do you get it? People don't get cease and desist for free advertising, right? For, it even really depends if you, if you pin in a negative light, then it could be information. Uh, but if it's something positive that distributes a brand in a positive manner, then that's they don't slander, like they right? Can, yeah, it would be considered slander. But yeah. like I had stated before, like we could all have Pepsi. We're not. We're just, you know, and if like, you've had experience, this is basically I've a review. never had a FedEx or UPS shipment late, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, if I was going to make Castaway again, mm-hmm. you think UPS would maybe cut a big fat fucking check to get in front of FedEx on the next one? I think so. I think so. <laughs> Man, this is very dangerous <laughs> material right now. Remember, I'm just a guest. Don't have any life. Oh, absolutely. Now. And you've been a wonderful guest. My name is Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> Thank you, Edmund. You've been a, a great guest. I don't know. Yes, that's been Jamilliman, everybody. Jamilliman. <laughs> <clears throat> so what else? Now. A, so how did you get to Long Beach from, from Alabama? Let's go back to you. Yeah. Uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, uh, a year and a half ago. Uh, strangely enough, about 2016, last part of the year. And I fell apart. Uh, me and the old lady broke up. We've been together for a decade. Mm-hmm. Uh, we openly decided that we wanted different things in our life, and I strongly support what she wants. Uh, three of my best friends at work left. Uh, two of the couples that I hung out with, they all split up. Wow. And uh, did you get like a little nosebleed when that happened? It, it was. It, it felt like that because I hadn't. I didn't do anything. Like these things occurred. Like, me and my woman broke up for reasons that are genuinely important to her. Not so important to me. Mm. We're still friends to this day. My uh, colleagues left. 
because they actually had better ideas. They had better things to go do, which is cool. It's just the coincidence of the time. And you're keeping tabs on that lineup right now, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, for the next year, I decided, well, as long as I don't have any rules, I decide I will uh, do different things. And uh, one of them is uh, you know, I got a different vehicle. I've always driven sports cars with a stick shift. I got a stupid SUV that I have to think about. It cost me $12 a year to own. That's not bad at all. And then, uh, yeah. What's that credit? Yeah. Good credit. I uh, started hanging out with uh, people that were outside of my usual pattern. And that's genuinely because when you have couples that split up and you don't want to choose between A and B. Yeah, it's like choosing sides. You genuinely have to go find new people to hang out with. Right. And uh, started doing different kinds of creative projects. Uh, the writing that you heard. Picking up a couple of extra bad habits because, quite frankly, the clock is ticking down. There's no reason to hold back now. I'm good at life. Let's go ahead and add some some, some variables to the equation. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And uh, then realized that uh, I'm really good at my job. I'd applied for about five different jobs outside of my job just to challenge myself mentally. I'd plateaued. And uh, they offered me one here. And that was a chance to change a lot of things at once. So... Uh, that allowed me to pull out all the roots and leave a crater, and uh, it's been very effective. It keeps you young. I strongly suggest to each of my friends out there, uh, <laughs> if you find yourself good at this world, try the next one. Yeah, and uh, because this is a uh, this is not a spectator sport. This is it 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 rewards contribution and participation. There you go. If you're not there, no credit. Bingo. You can sit <laughs> back and watch. Like, there's a lot of people who look at me and go, I couldn't do that. Like, yeah, actually, you could. Living you vicariously. But yeah. it, it actually, sometimes uh, vicariously, and this time it looks like it actually has had greater effect. There's a lot of people who are kind of in a pattern. And after I split, they all kind of went, we don't have to be here either. So is, so that, is that kind of the vibe over where in Alabama, that part of Alabama you're from? Everybody's kind of like, all right, well, this is it. I started this, and then towards the end of my life, then that's it. No, 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 no. Uh, it's, it's very, un it's very unusual. It's very unusual. That's not people don't do this anywhere. Okay, especially in the south. It's very late in the tradition. Uh, so yeah, uh, but at the same time, I work with people from different cultures and different uh, places in their life that realize that you know you don't have to stay here. There are other opportunities, and let's go explore them. And you know, Dan did this, and he doesn't have to. Yeah, Dan's not living under a bridge. This should he's. He's obviously got and it keeps right. you young. It keeps you on your toes. It keeps you in uh, front of new people. It challenges uh, any of the mindset you had, and you either validate that or you realize you're full of shit. And most people can't handle that, so they're going to live in their own world. Okay, so let's pull some uh, some parallels. So you said there was a crater. You got pulled out, and now you're in, in Long Beach. What did Long Beach fill in that crater for you? Uh, we're filling that out right now. Uh, in my old world, I used to do a lot of physical creation. I made a lot of things. Here, there's not a lot of space. I actually have to do stuff like writing and talking to new friends and making podcasts. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it allows me to maybe acquire a different set of skills and challenge myself and learn those things. I'm learning as we speak. That's as we speak. Yeah. Dan, you're an impossible AI will have a hard time figuring out once you no, become you fully I'm very simple. Very oh, no, simple. he's from the future. Very simple. Definitely from the future. He's Definitely. There's no, there's no possible way he's not. Left-handers. Uh, <laughs> it's very simple. It's very simple. This revolution is. Come, come. Yeah, I can't believe you I, I, I'm more. I'm more uh, concerned now because of we are your overlords. The power that this man possesses for this left-handed movement. It's going to be very dangerous. Everybody's going to awaken their their latent left side, 
and then the revolt against the right side, or right. just the people that are already left-handed. The, the trick front. is, yeah. if I can get 7% of the population, 5 to 7%, depending on what year you were born, it's pretty much across the board what the tolerance level is for left-handedness. If I can get all of you to click, we'll make it. Wow. <laughs> That's all I need. All I need. And I'll just skim the top 95%. No, no, no. If I can get, if I can get 7% of the human population on board, mm-hmm. that's, that's significant. Throw everybody off. Everybody. What are the principles? What is? What is? Th- We're defining them now. Oh. Actually, uh, one of the things I want to do with my podcast is interview famous left-handed people, oh, and actually ask them excellent. questions about how did you get here? Do you understand what you're doing? Do you, they totally did, did this contribute? Do you know what's going on? Do you understand your superpower? Right. Because if they don't, cool. And if they do, oh, we're all going to learn. Mm-hmm. They totally be behind it too because they're left-handed their entire life and nobody understands them. I wonder, like, it's the first you've heard of it. Y'all are not stupid people, but it's the first you've heard of it. And uh, if you look around, there's some actually pretty important people today that are doing this that you wouldn't even notice. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I I will leave you, uh, I'll leave it to you all to sort out, uh, to maybe go look them up and find out who they are. Because they're they're across the board. They're across the board. But they're uh, not insignificant. So left-handed people are genuinely leaders in industry, uh, art major artists. Uh, there's a, I think there's a certain amount of, I was going to go do this anyhow. Damn. Mm. And uh, people tend to follow through. Left-handed follow through all the time. I, I kind of want to come up with left-handed stereotypes, huh? Well, actually, that's actually one I need to put on the list. Counter, counterculture. Actually, I'm starting to get drawn. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to be a gross supporter right now. Okay. For sure. You all right? Maybe. Oh, damn. <laughs> Fine. Ah. Uh, I have no idea what's in there. It's actually just Sprite. Left-handed. Sulfuric acid. and spit. Uh, <laughs> the piss of a midget. Sm- sorry, small person. <laughs> I think I don't think that's the right word either. I, I think, I think you just pissed Little person. Problem. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> So, did you expect any of this when you had anybody me on your podcast? I know he did, but not you. Uh, I just found out you were coming about two hours ago, and I was like, uh-huh. "Cool!" I was actually more. Dan convinced. just found out that he was yeah. coming about uh, an hour. Ago. About yeah, yeah. About, I was about, more concerned about the logistical issues. Like, oh, we're short of mic. I'm like, dude, we got like fucking fifty two mics. Here yeah, you're oh, good. You're good. Our yeah. fearless producer. I've you have never been on camera this much. Well, really? at them all. I don't <laughs> think I have either. He's yeah. just standing around by that Wetzel's pretzel. Exactly. Like Did that. he just shit in the plant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've only met you a couple times, and obviously over at the state because yeah, yeah. I drive up from San Diego Long Beach, <clears throat> and then like the first thing I do, I drop off the cat over at my parents' house, you know, so it's got parental supervision. I go directly downtown, and like say hi to David, and like hey, Dan's right here. Mm-hmm. I remember it was like a couple months ago when I first met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm effective like that. Yeah. Get in there. It's pretty there. crazy. I was like, yeah. damn, this guy's cool. So you uh, dropped off the pussy at the parents' house. Yeah, that's what I do. He gets them every time. Introduce them to the parents, immediately scares them off. Yeah, shout out to Snake. Snake. What's the name of your cat? Is yeah. Snake? Snake, yeah. yeah. It's like the old uh, Stephen Wright joke. I had a dog, I named him Stay. <laughs> <laughs> and all that dog would just look at me and just like ignore me and keep typing. Yeah. Really smart. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's really smart. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah uh, Dan has been uh, been a I've pretty big a part, important part of my life thus far. 
did not know. Since I didn't know that. Out here. Now. Yeah. Tell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, you know, we've had some enough that I could charge for it. Like, yeah. I need is this to, a consultation at this like, point? Right. I, I, I'm just wondering where do I start the cult? Um, the cult is really important because I can make so much. Money. You have the facility Never already, taxes. sir. Never pay taxes. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be kind of hard because, like, if you were to start like a cult slash religion, like people have to willingly believe they're left-handed, even though they're a right-handed majority of their life. Uh, 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 uh. What's five only... to seven percent of the population? But then so I don't want. I don't. I don't want to suffer you right-handers. Y'all can give us money. Aren't you kind and of segregating watch what we people do. though? Because it's no longer a choice to follow. Because you're only accepting left-handed people. I cannot. It's a form of discrimination, isn't it? No, absolutely, absolutely. I remember, discrimination is the uh, act of turn, uh, telling light things apart. Uh, when we get into the legal qualms of when it's important politically, uh, it's when it affects the system uh, that we cannot affect. Uh, so, yeah, it would be wrong for me to actually start a political party based on this because it would be, first of all, I don't think that important, mm-hmm. ineffectual. But if I want to start a club that Agreed. says oh, yeah, just okay. left-handed people, well, you can't do jack shit about that. And you know what? I don't think I'd be that offended if left-handed people were to... Like, like congregate. Yeah, like, congregate. No, yeah, like, there's no big issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think like, what are y'all doing? Like, you could call yourself uh, Bell Labs, and no one would know you're all left-handed. <laughs> I'm not saying Bell Labs is. I'm just saying uh, you could front it with a whole bunch of different things. Not Bell Labs. No. Oh man, I can't. I fucking hit R now. I'd like. Uh oh. What are we doing now? What so happened? Whatever. It'll be covered in post. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. There you go. To merge two tracks now. <clears throat> Sorry. At least we didn't drop a light this time. Two tracks. I loved his first album. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well. Do you do any voices? No, not anymore. I used to have a good Obama, like I said before, but yeah, see, but I've already demonstrated my gonna... my inability to harness the the great forty four. You gotta just do the uh, and uh, just just go ahead and give him a little little Barrick, get a little Barrick. Well, uh, a little Barry, <laughs> a little Barry, little, little don't don't sleep, on, don't don't sleep on Barry O. Uh, now yeah. what you want to do is uh, when you come over here to the podcast, you. Uh, you want to have some good material, and my friend Dan, he's uh he's doing great. You know, he he does all right. He this is his first time on a podcast, and uh, I love him. Okay, maybe maybe that's why I was a Democrat. I was a little. Let me, let me go that. ahead and uh, acquire this one. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual relations with that that woman, (laughs) Monica Lewinsky. (laughs) Thank you, Chappelle. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Oh man, yeah. Mine's only is uh, Alex Jones, which is essentially just oh, do the scream. Chemtrails. No, chemtrails. Flyover country. Or was that a Bernie Sanders? Republican, Democrat, socialism. They just, they just say a whole bunch of buzzwords. That's actually, you, you, like, when I cover my eyes, that cover was pretty eyes. solid. That was yeah. pretty solid. I was. I Did was, you imagine, I like, my there. shirt fly off and then my hair just there was You, you turned Honestly, purple. I was staring right at you, you and I still saw a balding, overweight white man. So oh you, goodness, you were turned awesome. purple with rage. <laughs> and, <laughs> right, right. and the vein. You have to have yeah. the one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
like my dad had that same shit. I could shut him down by just pushing my. <laughs> he just kind of <laughs> shut down. Another thing. Oh my god. Yeah. Shut up. Well, we're, we're already close to the hour mark. Are there any closing remarks? Um, I'm gonna re- defer to my friend Dan here. Uh, <laughs> if you have a left-handed friend, call them out. Ah, uh, yes. If you're left-handed, call me. Ooh. Uh, what is your rainbow gonna say? My rainbow. Jesus <laughs> Miro. Jesus Miro. I, I know. Come back. R.I.P. Jesus Miro. Look, uh, I don't have God, I, I don't have Showtime right now, uh, which is why. I don't watch that. I will get it if y'all like but, uh, sling a little bit on yeah. YouTube and let me have it. If you guys could please just like do it every like, once a while. If you can. If you have time, you... toss something up on YouTube. It doesn't have to be produced well. The last well. hour you guys could just be talking just to do that. Just yeah. pull it out. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's all I have. R.I.P. Uh, is Mero. I miss you guys. Oh, my God. Um, simpler time. Simpler time. Dan, thank you for... Uh, Coming on to our silly little podcast and, and like hanging out with you. us. And Thanks for uh, tolerating my uh, southern uh, porch tales. Oh, no. You're a brilliant man. We appreciate thank you. Much. So Thank you so much. Yeah. Was it Keith? Keith. Oh! What are you going to leave us with? Friend Nux. Friend Nux. Say again? What are you going to leave us with? Uh, Dan, it's great having you on the show. Uh, it's good to finally meet you outside of the stave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Straight from the bar yeah. to the podcast. That's ridiculous. Are you going right back to the bar afterwards? It could happen. All right, so if you ever want to encounter Dave and join his left-handed revolution, if not wave of the future, shout out to Stave Bar. And that is oh, Come drink the Kool-Aid. Come drink the Kool-Aid with Dan. He'll, be, uh, he'll be pouring your left left-handed. Hand. We have grape and Jerry. <laughs> All right. It's I'm di- uh, it's a oh, wait, do you go first? Go first with what? Never mind. This has been Jaded Podcast. This is Keith and David. Thank this you. Is, I'm David. I'm David. You're Keith. No. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do all the choppy motions, and it's cut. <laughs>